Hey, what's up, composers? Tyson Kazair here with the Video Game Composer Podcast, sharing tips, strategies, and stories to help you on your way to becoming a full-time video game music composer. Now, I know that not all of you listening are video game composers or even want to be video game composers. Some of you don't even work in games. When I started this podcast, I had zero expectation that anyone would ever even listen to it. I started making it. I just wanted to talk about composing for games and pursuing your dreams and things that I was passionate about. And I wanted to record it. And I thought maybe if someone listened to it and it was helpful, then that would be really rewarding and awesome. And recently, my podcast has been getting some modest attention. And I've had people reach out to me through email and even have spoken with people in person. And a lot of these people that I've talked to aren't even working in game audio or don't aspire to work in game audio or don't even want to become composers. And so I just want to let all of you listeners know that I really appreciate you listening to this. And whether you've reached out to me or whether you never do, I appreciate you listening and it means a lot to me. So I just got back from the Game Developers Conference, GDC in San Francisco. It was my first year going, and I wanted to give a post-mortem on my GDC experience, and I wanted to share with you some of my takeaways. So I just sat down and I listed out some of the people that I met and some of the things that I observed or learned from them directly, and I wanted to share them with you. Here's some of my takeaways from GDC. First is to be friendly, be genuine, be energetic, and be interested in people, and then also add value. I had a great conversation with an artist, and he was so friendly, so nice, easy to talk with, and I noticed that he took a lot of interest in me and the things that I was doing, and then he found ways to relate to it from his own life. I talked about how Darren Korb is one of my favorite game composers, And he agreed, and we talked about that, and then he mentioned how he worked on the art for Supergiant's live concert that they did. And so that was really cool because he was friendly, he was interested in me, but he also was able to educate me about him and like the high-profile gigs that he had had, not in a vain kind of way or really a self-promoting kind of way. It was all relevant to the things that we were talking about. And it was just very natural and easy to talk with him. So those are things that I really want to work on, being genuine, being interested, being enthusiastic, and also adding value. He found tons of opportunities to add value, build on the things that I was saying and was sharing with him. It was really great. The other takeaway that I want to talk a lot about in this episode is how there are so many ways to make it into the industry. I met a lot of people who are full-time video game composers, and it was really cool because I got to talk with them and ask them questions about how they built their career and how they got to where they are. And something that I noticed is with all of these people, they all had different paths into the video game industry. Even the advice that they shared with me contradicted advice that other video game composers shared with me. So you had all these full-time video game composers and some of their advice contradicted one another's. And that's okay because they all had their own path. So that's really encouraging and exciting to me because there's lots of different ways that you can make it. 
One composer I talked with for quite a while one evening built his game audio career relatively quickly. I think he said it took him about a year and a half to go full-time as a video game composer. And what he was saying is that he could compose, he had a background in composition, but he also knew how to implement sound really well. And he could also sound design. But he had a friend that could also compose and could do some sound design, but was really good at VO, voiceover work. And so what they did is they joined forces and they formed an audio company that could do everything in game audio. They could both compose, they could both do sound effects, One of them was really good at implementation. The other was really good at voiceover work. With their powers combined, they could do it all. And they were able to get a lot of clients quickly and go full time. Another composer I talked with shared opposite advice. He said, I don't do sound design. I don't ever do implementation. I don't recommend spending time on it. I recommend having a plan and sticking to the plan. So his plan was, when he was starting out, get 10 or so video game gigs, small gigs. They could even be free. It didn't matter. He just needed some credits, some video game credits. Step two of the plan was once he had initial credits, he was going to not take any more of those small gigs and work and work and work and work until he got his first console gig so that he could open the door to getting more console gigs. And that's what he did. He just cold called for months and months and finally got his first console gig. And then that opened the doors to a lot of other console gigs. And now he's working in AAA and has been for over a decade. I talked with another composer who has built her career steadily over 10 years and just in the last year or two has gone full time. And she attributes her success to posting a lot on Twitter. But I also happen to know that she developed her own video game. And she, of course, composed the music herself and she also implemented it herself. And so she got noticed that way too. Another composer I met, he got his start working as a sound designer in-house for a big company. And then that led through some tenacity and some opportunities opening up. It led to him getting a full-time composer gig for that same company. And now he's a freelance composer, full-time freelance composer with a really awesome career. So there's so many different ways that these composers have gotten to where they're at. Some composers are now working in indie, others in AAA, most are freelance, some are in-house but they've all gotten to the full-time video game composer position, and they've all done it different ways, using different methods, some of which even contradict each other. Their advice to me contradicts each other, and that's totally fine because now I can pick and I can choose, and I can make my own strategy and my own plan on how I'm gonna get there. So that was really exciting and encouraging to me, and that was a big takeaway from GDC. The last big takeaway that I want to talk about is It was just so good to be at a big networking event talking to people face to face. I saw some really big players in the game industry and in the game audio industry, and I was able to talk with them face to face and they were able to see my face and I was able to become a real person to them. So now if I were to reach out via email or see them in the future at another event, they'd be like, oh yeah, it's that guy. It was so valuable and so awesome. So I would definitely recommend when you can and when there are things available, going out and going to in-person networking events. If there aren't in-person networking events where you are at, I would encourage you to make some. Be a producer of local indie game networking events. 
And then you all of a sudden become a leader and an authority in your area. I've loved in recent weeks hearing from all the people that are listening to the podcast and getting feedback. And it's just been really awesome. So please feel free to drop me an email at the video game composer podcast at gmail.com. And as always, composers, go out and make it happen. <laughs>